Leafs talk. JD Bunkus, Sam McKee. There was th- this is just this is the Leafs. This is the Leafs. Make you hate them. <laughs> Make you boo them. The fans are buddies Gomes and V at the game tonight, booing like crazy after the first period, only to come back, storm back, have a brilliant second. Austin Matthews incredible. This like this is just I think emblematic of how it's going to be this year with the Toronto Maple Leafs, a roller coaster ride. Yeah, the Leafs are like any amateur golf. So the Lightning are like any amateur golfer from four feet against the yeah. Leafs. They have the yips holding leads. <laughs> they just have the yips, man. Yeah, they, they do. This is insane. How many games in a row is this where they've had big leads and they've yeah. just blown them? And yeah. I I can't believe it. I love it. Like if there's one development from the season, the game was. Yeah. Can you guess? Let me say it here. What would you say one more time? What was my favorite part of the game? Uh, the flash to Cooper on the bench after the lease went yes. up 5-4? Of course. <laughs> yes. of course. <laughs> you and I, this is where, this is, when when the Leafs scored to make it 5-4, <laughs> whoever was in the truck that said, cut to John Cooper, I'll love you till the day I die. That was orgasmic, seeing him with his little pout face. Mm, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> that was beautiful wonderful moment for me i really i i pointed at the team you know the leo meme oh yes. that, <laughs> that was me when guy in the truck they went to john cooper terrific yeah. stuff incredible stuff i loved it uh i i could not have hated the first period more soft yeah. goals from santov i thought that the leafs basically just gave Thing their zone whenever they wanted to. They just said, yeah, come on. It's nice here. It's warm here. Take your time. Come on in. Have clean looks at our goaltender. We'll take bad penalties. We'll play lethargic. People say booing doesn't matter. People say don't boo the home team. Those people are wrong. I, I really do believe that the third star tonight should have been the crowd booing and actually putting some energy in the building. Man, that was a terrible period from all parties. Yeah. And you know, they had that incredible, I actually thought an incredible start. The first line with Nyes came out there. Nyes looks like he was mm-hmm. shot out of a rocket launcher. He was on fire right mm-hmm. away. Great first shift. They score right away. And I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. here we go. Like this is, this is a great looking line and it continued to be great all night. And then that first softy that Sam Snob let in, the first one was really bad. I, I hated that Awful. one. The most of all of them, like I know the second one where Kucherov fires it through him. It's a goal, a save an NHL goal he should make. I didn't hate it as much as I hated the first one because it just felt mm. like the building was ready to rock. Everybody was fired up about a great start. Seeing Matthew Nyes on the top line immediately score a sick goal, I might add. Knocks it out of midair, gets it to the net, shoots it in. It was a great play. But then just to have those goals go in and it just felt like the Leafs got shell-shocked immediately. Like they just immediately were like, oh my God, we don't know how to play. We can't let a shot go towards our net. We're playing soft or playing. We don't know our gap control. Like that one that Justin Williams was talking about in the intermission with like the 24 foot gap. That's like beer league gaps. Like that was insane. Like right here, look how far he lets him walk in. They yeah, just no. played awful after that. The first couple goals go in and they look broken. Samsonov gets pulled again, but yeah, that's as bad as they've looked. And they've looked pretty bad at times this year. That was an awful period. Yeah, they just gave the Lightning so much Everything. space. Like, they're just, they were out there. Look at all of these highlights. <laughs> it's just, that one's a power play goal. But, 
yeah, you got to figure that a team as talented as Tampa is going to do something with the puck when there's no pressure mm -hmm. on the puck. Of course they did that. I, I will I thought that the Leafs, you're, you're right. I, I agree with that analysis that they were shell-shocked. They looked completely off their game. They looked rattled. Good for them for coming back. But if you're afraid of Samsonov, man, this is just, this is, this is why is he lets in a bad goal and it feels like it impacts not only him, but the team around him. And they put wool in and it's just, a, it's a carbon copy of the last game where the Leafs feel like they have some jump. They can take some risks. They take some yeah. chances with a little bit more aggression sure if the least from the second they, they apply that to the first away with this game right it's we're talking about what a, a 5-1 hockey game 5-2 hockey game against the lightning samsonov's probably a little pissed watching it from the bench but he was awful and every you want to talk about the opposite feeling of the cooper cut mm -hmm. when they were cutting to samsonov's eyes and you could see it behind the mask i saw a guy who felt lost I saw a guy who his confidence just had completely evaporated. Whatever he had built, the momentum that he had created for himself over the last couple of weeks, I think that's gone. Yeah. Who was the quarterback that was seeing ghosts? Was that was Darnold? That was Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah. That's, I just, I feel like they look at Samsonov's eyes after tonight, and Kucherov is officially his father. Like he owns him. Yeah. Was that five goals yeah. in his last 12 shots against Samsonov? Like he yeah. is all over him. And like Kucherov just, is there a more deceptive guy in the league than Kucherov? Like I have no idea whatever he's going to do with the puck. Whenever he's got in the offensive zone, he's the hardest guy to read. Mm -hmm. So I, I get that, but yeah, he just Samsonov, man. I, it's really tough because the Leafs need him pretty badly to be like passable. But mm -hmm. at this point, I don't know if you can, when's the next good team you can start him against. Like he's obviously going to start one of the games in the weekend. Like you probably start him on Friday against the flames because they're yeah, a they worst team. four times this week. Yeah. Gotta so play him. He's got to play. And you know I mean? You're not going to, he's just going to play a lot of games still. But to me, I know you were ready to more do this like last week in terms of wall starting more and nudging ahead. And I kind of pushed back in terms of what the, sh the start share was going to be, but I'm there now. Like this is just such a confidence breaking start for me with him where I'm just like, you got to give wall 60% of the starts from here on out. Like he's just better. He's just been better this year. It's fl flat out. Here's the thing, man. And, and this has been done by uh, like all those, what it is it clear view analytics. Yeah. Whoever owns these things uh, like Kevin Woodley, who's one of my favorite guys to come on the show, mm. basically the way that Sheldon Keefe and, and I'm sure this year is a little different. I don't really start to care too much about, data sets until yep. 15 or so games in mm -hmm. I, I just think the sample is too small it's why i find it actually a little aggravating when you see the analytics community really start to hammer out their agendas again don't like early on and i go wait your whole thing is sample size and now all of a sudden all that matters is seven games whatever um in the past the leafs have done a pretty good job at limiting the home run type shots from other teams. They've actually been pretty damn good at it over the last couple of years. Again, I'm guessing that it's worse this year. It's felt a little worse this year. Mm. They just need a goalie who can make the, the easy saves. They they don't need, they're not supposed to have a guy like that Wall saves did. their Exactly yeah, like Wall did tonight. Yes, just how many, do you remember any incredible Wall saves? Tonight? One, one, and it was on Kucherov in the closing that was tied 4-4. You're right. Or no, it was, or maybe it was, maybe it was five, five at that point, or it was close yeah. in the third. 
and Kucherov was, was, was screened in the slot and he just got big and he shrugged his shoulders and he got a piece of it mm-hmm. to deny him. But like, he just was solid. He just pucks were hitting him. He wasn't swimming yep. around in there. Like he's just, he just makes it look non-spectacular. That's the thing with him. Like it, he, he doesn't, he doesn't look like he's out of position. He doesn't look like he has to fly around to make saves. He's just in position and it doesn't look spectacular to me, but yeah, you're right. You just need a guy to make the saves for you when, when, when they're there to be made. Right. Yeah, that's it. And, and honestly, there's something too. And I, I'm a, you know, me, I'm a big uh, believer in, you know, body language and team connectivity and yeah. all of that stuff. Matters. To me, when I, when I watch wool and I've said this multiple times already, but he's calm in the net. Mm-hmm. And for a team that can get a little scatterbrained, like the Leafs that can have some pretty ugly moments like that in the first period, I think that they need to have a guy back there that just settles them down from time to time where they don't, they don't have those bad moments. They don't have those awful, just sliding out of the net plays. I, I hate saying this. I do. I, I'm not writing Samsonov off. I, I like his style. Sometimes I think that he's a fine goalie. I think he mm-hmm. takes too much of a beating for the bad games that he has in general, but it's it just typically, I feel like wool is such a better goaltender for this team than Samsonov. Like, yeah. I just, I just do. He, he reminds me of Morazic at times where the spectacular mm-hmm. looks spectacular. And then, well, it's, he's not as bad as Morazic, but I'm just saying stuff. It's just, he'll make that massive save where you go, God, that was so sexy. And then he'll let in the, the, the fluttery wrist shot where you go, how yeah. the hell did that get? Through? Anyways. Yeah. I'm just, I'm staying on the same take that I've had all along, which is wool should be the 60, 40 starter. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with having the ebbs and flows of a young goaltender who's going to have some bad games, knowing that it's just, it's more likely that he's the fit for this hockey team. Really Um, well said. Uh, Nothing more on that for me. Yeah. The bounce back happens yet again, because their star is their star and uh, well, they're two stars, but I just want to say about the nice thing. Mm -hmm. I love on that line because what, what do you want with Matthews and Marner? Just well, Matthew Nice. It's easy to say tonight. I want Matthew Nice, but you want a guy that can yeah. finish. You want a guy that can go to the net and finish, and that's what he did all you night. Want a guy, a guy who will go retrieve pucks, like he did on that goal. A guy who is a hungry dog. What's the thing that I've been saying I like the most about Nice's game this year? It's appeared. It's like the pu- the pressure that he puts on defensive players with his forecheck. He is a dog. He mm-hmm. has that little bit of hymen where he just he doesn't give up on plays. He's eight. He's not afraid of contact. He doesn't take stupid penalties. He's just a, he's a, he's a good player. I don't like him down the lineup. I thought maybe he would have some chemistry with Domi, but if you were going to design the right kind of player, it would be Matthew nice. And, and mm-hmm. we thought Bertuzzi would do that, right? What did we want from Bertuzzi? Hey, go to the ugly areas, have a little bit of finish, go behind the net, go into the corners and fish a puck out. And yeah. tonight for Matthew nice, again, it's one game, but I love oh. it. I, think that he is going to end up being the player on this line you have to i think you have to give this a long run i think marner i mean a big reason why i think that line looks so good tonight obviously matthew's breathtaking again gets the two goals could have had how many on the probably could have four by far marner's best game of the season marner was unbelievable tonight he was everywhere i i love them defensively tonight i what were they plus four like that's yeah plus three plus four i thought they were really good in their own zone tonight way better than they've been in years past in their own zone. So I was just, I mean, it's hard to say what they all have three points and they are all plus four. It's tough to say anything other than they were amazing, but I thought at four, pardon it. Marner had four points. Yeah. They just, 
they yeah. were because he's got were, eight points in his last two games. Yeah, they're dynamic. They were absolutely dynamic yeah. tonight. And Nye's, it's funny, you know, I think they were probably a little bit afraid of too much too soon. And they didn't want to put him up there all the way, right? But like, yeah, I think this is a pretty good after one game here. And clearly it's one game. But the line shuffle of trying that third line with Domi at center and bringing up a little bit more offensive punch with Robertson was a good thought. Mm-hmm by the coaching staff and a good thought by the, by the management crew to, to do that. And it's through one game. It gets, it gets a, gets an A plus rating, I guess they were really good. The third line. So getting knives up there, it's almost like having Matthews, Austin Matthews as your center instead of David camp as your center makes you look a little bit all better offensively. Like we got, so they fell in love so hard after Domi and knives had that really good game down in Tampa where they, they, they got two tying goals. Like, uh, Keith was still bringing that up like yesterday. He's still bringing up that game where they got two and tied it. And it's like, okay, man, that was in October. I think it was the 21st of October that game happened. So I think, I think it's time to give Nyes a nice long run. He's looked the best by far of anyone's looked obviously. Mm-hmm. So he's earned a spot up there to me. What an amazing line tonight. Awesome to watch. Yeah, they were great. They were really great. It's just, it says like, uh, I haven't played, uh, the I don't even know the NHL video game in a very very long, very time. long time. It's probably been, it's been a million years. But remember how it used to be where you wanted to line up the playmaker with the goal scorer and the third thing. Mm. It's like, yeah, like, uh, the, the, I can't remember, but I know what you mean. Yeah, Old. whatever the hell they did. It's, that, that's how that line feels. It just yeah. it feels like there's there's real potential for players, and I, I just like I I really like what you're getting from Nyes there. He doesn't feel as lost. Um, by the way, that third line, you know, Yarncroft has the, the two goals tonight. So yeah. really nice for him one in overtime, the goal that, to tie it up, which is the third line. I really love this goal because it showcases just sort of the, the best of everyone here, right? It's, it's a nice little play by Domi on the wall where he, you know, patiently picks it across, gets the puck through Nick Robertson, beautiful wrist shot. And then bang, it's a it's a rebound where Yarncroft just uses his smarts, good positional mm-hmm. play, bang in. I will say, mind the third line tonight. Like I thought they were fine. They were pretty heavily sheltered. And I also think that this is the game script kind of for them. It'll be a little bit more interesting if it's the other way around, where the Leafs are protecting a 4-1 lead against a, a good team, where they yeah. can jump out to one. But my God, they just that secondary scoring, man. Yeah. I last time they only had four even strength goals from guys that weren't Matthews, Marner, Nylander and Tavares. And thank God that they ended up getting tonight. Cause it was just like, it, it was the turning point in the game for me was that, that even strength goal from a depth lineup. It just, it felt massive for them. Yeah. And Simmer brought this up in the broadcast. It was something I noticed too with Domi at center. He's just moving his legs way more. He's just way more involved. Yeah. Like he's Surely just he's engaged. Yeah. He's, ch- he's chasing the puck way more. He's just, you know, I thought he's, he's diving down. I absolutely love their down four one. He's just punching Calvin DeHaan in the face. Like I was just like, I mm-hmm. love that. Like, you know, they didn't call him. They easily could have called a penalty, but he's trying to start a fight with him. He's pissed off. Like, I, you know what? I love that. Like, it's just the guy's engaged. Same. He's down low. He's chasing. He's bringing the puck up. Let him use his skill, his playmaking ability. Like he was excellent tonight. And that line was really good. That's encouraging, man, because, you know, I, they've needed something like this from the third line. I thought they had a lot of time where they were actually in the offensive zone. And that's something that Keith's talked about. Like, it's not just scoring that. Love that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was great. 
It's not just like Domi. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say that this this is sort of the thing that you were promised with Domi, right? The guy who just looks like he cares. Yes. For the Toronto. Series. Yes. He he just that's that's it. He he looked like the guy who cares on the team. He brought a little bit of. I hate that we've decided that it was snot. That snot is the yeah. word that we're using. <sighs> it's like. Uh, there was the year where it was killer instinct, right? Where we all kept having to say, that's the killer instinct. That's the killer instinct. And now it's going to be repetitive with that's the snot. But yeah, I thought he had a good game with the, the skill of Max Domi. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought it was his best game overall, even better than the game with Agreed. the two apples tonight. And he, like they, Keith talked about it, I think this morning or yesterday about how he just wanted the third line to spend more time in the offensive zone. Like just not even score, yep. just not be in the defensive zone for the whole game. And they were in the offensive zone a ton tonight. I don't know how you'd look that up. Maybe our smart boy Jobo could look it up, but it just felt like they were in the offensive zone way more than they were in their defensive zone. So it was a positive first game for that, for that line. Be interested to see what they look like again on Wednesday. Cause you definitely are going back to the exact same lines. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Um, yeah. It's just, it's very clear that now with Reeves getting the four minutes and boy I see in the chat like I you know every time every time I look at the chat or whatever it's like people there's the odd person that gets really pissed off because I mentioned the Reeves thing a bunch but it's just a fact like as as long as Reeves is on the team Mm -hmm. there's not going to be lines that work because he's not a workable player he's been on the ice for eight goals against they've been on the ice for none so I I don't really know what you want me to say about it that's bad (laughs) yeah like it's bad it's it's cool that he kind of had a nice little scrum for a half second with Janot. Oh, when I thought, yeah. hey, maybe I was gonna. Yeah, never mind. Who cares? No. Um, they 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 need somebody else on the fourth line because if you have Camp there, you kind of diminish what David Camp can be, which is yeah. a good defensive player who hasn't been a good defensive, by the way. And again, I thought that he was brutal on the penalty kill. Like I just, I, I don't know. It, it's like. It's like he gets monstered some games where he just loses all of his ability and you go, what the hell? I thought that you were supposed to be this team's defensive rock. Sure. Um, they they got to get somebody who can skate. They got to get somebody with legs and and try to find something with the fourth line. And and I think that if you're playing Reeves four minutes against the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, it's it's the same thing that I mentioned with the, the Keefe job security thing is at the end of the Sweden trip, you're mm-hmm. going to be doing some different evaluation. You're definitely not letting Ryan Reeves not be a part of the Sweden trip with your team and the being yeah. on the road. Yeah, like that's obviously here for then. But I do think if he doesn't find a way to get a positive impact or if they can't figure something else out down the lineup with him that, yeah, that will be the tipping point is after that trip, it'll be something new. So just like it was with Rod and Holmberg. So they have, they called up uh, the Raj, right? And the Raj played for, or Lajoie played four fifty on on Saturday. Could they yep. they could they send him down and bring up another forward just to have another guy in the mix here? Like just call up McMahon. Honest, and I have no idea. I don't either. I, like, all I know is they're so capped up. I don't think that that's a possibility. Well, they I, called I don't. like yeah, I don't know. Call someone called Brandon Pridham, but like if it was possible, it would be nice just to have another forward option. Like, so you could maybe scratch Reeves one night and bring in McMahon and just see what it looks like. I, I get what you're mm-hmm. saying, though. Man, I think it's hurt, though. Oh, is he? Okay, well, next yeah. guy up, I don't know, Abruzzese or... Anyone. Uh, anyone. It's like, it's literally, know. it's that the Who point. else plays it's, down it's there? It's anyone. Yeah, so... It's, it's anyone. Yeah. So, like, maybe just to have somebody to mix in, but yeah, like, it's just not workable. 
You can't yeah. have it. You can't have a game where you're playing one guy. Like your other guys just have to play so much. But I thought if we're talking about that fourth line, you can see uh, Keith's trust in Greg or building. Eh? He had him out there to finish the game when it was a tie game. He was out there with Tavares and Yarncroft. I want to say I forget who he was out there with, but he was out there mm-hmm. towards the end of the game in the big situations. He's playing up the lineup a little bit more. I know he has to play him more because he's only playing with eleven forwards. But yeah, man, he, uh, to me, he is a guy that's definitely gaining more favor with the coach. It feels like he's kind of moving up the lineup a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where did he uh, end up any other, any other major topics for you? Um, not really. I don't know what you consider, consider as major, but, uh, if we're, I got a negative for you. I don't know if you want to do two negatives, but like yes, another, an- another bad night for Bertuzzi. I just didn't really notice him. Yeah, he played seventeen. He played seventeen minutes. minutes, and it was. It felt like they were in their own end a lot. It just didn't feel like that line had much of an impact on the game. Minus two tonight. I think him and Tavares were the only minus players tonight. Yeah. I lied. Actually, I'm just seeing here. Uh, Nylander was a minus one as well. So that line mm-hmm. was minus two in regulation. I don't know what the what the what the plan is with with Bertuzzi here, but they really got to get him going. I, I he's a lot of lot of. A lot of passenger nights, you know, like a lot of straight knees in the defensive zone. Doesn't really know like he knows his role. It's, it's gotten mm-hmm. to a point here where it's like, I really want this to work out. I really want to like this guy, but it's really fine and hard. It's getting hard to find reasons why to to like him. It, it's just, it's, it's, it's really tough so far. And I know he's feeling it. And there's a lot of pressure with the money he makes, but he's got to get it going here. It's, it's, it's getting bad. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought I had a thought earlier tonight about, I wonder if he just he already hates it here and he regrets signing here. Like oh, for sure. he, he's got he's got the spotlight and it's turned negative well and I just within reason. There's no yeah. there's no question that's a possibility. Yeah, I just I look at the clips of him when he's media and a lot now. Right? There's just it's a story about how can you simplify what do you got to do and I him talking about his need to be better the other day right? Where the, the media is asking him about his accountability. And I thought this doesn't look like a guy who's having, and not like anybody has when they're slumping, but no. he just looks especially disengaged to me. And, and I, yeah, I, I think that you're seeing a guy who's wearing it right now all around and, and just doesn't like everybody's all over Klingberg right now. I get it because yeah. it's a group thing and you're all, you know, you, you, it's easy to see the mistakes and not any of the positives that the player brings. Mm. Uh, I, by the way, that's one mini thing I hated. I hated that Sheldon Keith off we, the power play tonight. Can we just stick with Bertuzzi just quickly before? Yeah, you no, but, the, but what I'm saying is at least with Klingberg, he's had a thing where he's in positively impacting the team and they took it away from him tonight. Yeah. Max Domi has at least had some moments with the team, right? Yeah. yeah. Like he did have the two assist night where it felt like he was the king of the city for a night. Yeah. I, I don't feel as though Bertuzzi has had that. And what happened to the guy when he first came here that was getting into scrums and throwing down and taking the penalty in front of the net? It, it almost feels like he started to take bad penalties and they tried to tell him, hey, don't hurt the team with bad penalties. Mm-hmm. And he started moving around and he just looks like a guy without his confidence. He looks like a guy who's completely lost to touch back to it is the snot. Yeah, he just doesn't. There's just no signs to me of him coming out of it, you know? Like mm-hmm. when there's a guy who's yeah. slumping and you're like, oh, this guy is just, he's on top of it. He's, he's, he's got it going here now. Like the chances are coming. He's going to get out of it. 
he just looks like he's going deeper into it. Like I, I don't see any signs mm-hmm. from him of him coming out of it. I like his battle to the front of the net. He's did it a couple times tonight, but like I just doesn't feel like he has any chemistry on that line. Thought that he was going to be with Matthews and Marner. Didn't uh, didn't take a chance. Didn't take his chance on that line. That chance is clearly gone now for the next little bit with Nyes fitting in perfectly. So seems like a guy without home right now. It just feels like he's the one guy where I mean, obviously the fourth line without a question, but the seems after tonight, it's like, he's kind of sticking out even worse. So we'll see, but man, it's, it's getting into scary Nick Ritchie bill here in a hurry. It's, it's, it's bad. Yeah. I, I but I will say, I, I also was thinking just as you were talking about it, He's now playing with Nylander and Tavares and Nylander's not exactly Mr. Dump and Chase, right? Which just lets Bertuzzi fire in and go get a pocket. Yeah. Hey, watch this guy, carry it, it in. Like a great get... fit. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Like he he's better, I think, as the butcher on a line. He should be he should be watching Nyes and going, why the hell wasn't I that guy? Yeah. <laughs> why why wasn't I that? And yeah. maybe I'm maybe he's pissed that he's already t- had his shot taken away. And he feels like he should have been given a longer leash with that group. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know about the fit with the second line. And it's pretty clear, like, you don't want him on the thir- third line. You can't have him playing 13 minutes a night. You don't want Yarncrock up with the second group. So yeah, it, it remains a bit of a concern. Uh, yeah. A little minor concern for me. Another bench minor tonight. Just four already. Four already, this year. four already this year. I think they're second in the league. I think that's what Luke Tw- Fox tweeted out. So it's four yeah. tonight. Uh yeah, I don't know if it has, it has to do with a bunch of new guys. I, I don't know what it is, but figure it out. Like, it's it's not that hard. Your man comes on, you get off. You go on, mm-hmm. your guy comes on. Like, it's really, it's just a line change, fellas. So, like, it's happened way too much. And against Tampa, against these teams with lethal, lethal power plays, it's just such a killer. And the least, mm-hmm. the Tampa power, power play is legitimately horrifying. And the least penalty kill is so bad right now. It just felt like any time the least took a penalty, it's going in the back of your net. Their their penalty kill is awful, and the Tampa power play is elite, elite. So yeah, you can't take stupid bench penalties with like a bad change where Domi's clearly not off the ice. Maybe it's because Domi hasn't been playing center, and he just was like, "Oh crap, he's center or whatever." Like you just you got to be tighter, better attention to detail. It's bad. You can't have these many yeah. those bench penalties like this. Yeah, tonight, I, again, I, I get it with all the blending of the lines, but tonight felt like the tipping point where I went, okay, that's enough. Yeah. No, no more of these. There, enough this enough. Like, yeah, I'd rather play shorthanded for the five seconds than yeah. shorthanded for the two minutes. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's time. Uh, anything else for you? Uh, yeah. Just want to give credit to Legison and Benoit tonight, who I thought were yeah. both pretty good. Um, I think uh, Legison, his theory, our theory again tonight, about how just look like you're involved and throw a couple big hits and people will like you in the mm-hmm. city. And he absolutely ran Tanner Janot into the end boards, which I loved. I think it's maybe we got it coming up here, but he, or is it Sorelli that he got? No, there was another one in that same spot where he got Janot. And it's just like, yeah, he looked like he just looks like he cares out there. That goes a long way with this team. You can stick out pretty good when, yeah, look at this hit coming up right here. If you're watching bang, nice hit on a big guy, not afraid. And I don't know who the pro scout that told Keith to put uh, the Raj in instead of Simone Benoit, but he's probably not going to have a favorable conversation with, with Keith anymore because that was, that was a I, weird one though, because me, Benoit I, was supposed to be in and, well, Benoit's Benoit a NHLer. Like he's not great, but he played a bunch of games in the NHL and it's like, yeah. 
I mean, Benoit is clearly not a, you know, you're not going to write home about the guy, but he's a Benny, the butcher, my boy right there. Like he just doesn't, I don't know. He's serviceable sixth, seventh defenseman yeah. that you can put it in a pinch. And Lajoie was unpayable. So uh, yeah, good night for those two guys. I, I was impressed with them and I thought they, they stepped in and did pretty well. Dude, honestly, so much of what you just care about with the third pair is don't kill you and make the hustle. Throw a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. Don't kill the team. Throw the up and make the hustle plays. Don't ever have a shift where we're questioning the effort level. Bingo. Uh, And those two guys, they they had it. I will say Benoit is like the workout king, right? That's his thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the fitness. Mr. Fitness. Like that's how he got his, that's, that's how he got his break is he got Dallas Aikens and Aikens went, you love working out. And he went, Oh yeah, I'm great at all the working out. And Aikens went, I'll play you a lot. <laughs> Cause here's your, here's your, mis- carrot, here's your carrot sticks instead of the yeah. donuts. He was yeah. dead. Yeah. Hey, how about, how about Aikens first day in yeah. Edmonton strips, all the boys of their dones and takes in carrot yeah. sticks and <laughs> celery. Like has there ever been a stupider choice on yeah, planet earth one. than that one? That was not smart. What a poor guy though. He's like, Hey Mike to have the hockey players be in great shape and to care about fitness and people hammered him for it. Kill they him. went, how dare you <laughs> dare you try to make the boys in shape Dallas. Uh, anyway, that's it for me. Yeah, all good. I'm all good on my end. All right, sweet. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave five stars, do all those things. Hit the thumbs up on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JD Bunkus at Sammy McKee. Uh, yeah, make sure that you subscribe because I think a lot of you are going to miss some of these Sweden games. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We will see you Wednesday night for the game. Battle of Ontario, baby.